Yo, 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 Thought Warriors. Ooh. What is up? Higher Learning is on. Zai Van Lathan. And it's me, Rachel and Lindsay. That voice is hoarse. You sound like me. Coming <laughs> on the horse? podcast. What you been doing? I haven't really been like, I haven't really been going crazy. You know, Turks. I mean, Turks and Caicos. Turks. Turk. I like that word. You ever, you, you been? You been? I've right? been. I've been to Turks and Caicos. It's a good time. You enjoy it? I loved it. It's, it's a good what getaway. What did you do when you were here? What did you do? Um, We stayed at the Palms. My nice. cousin runs that and the sister property, Shore Club. And um, That's where we are. It's very nice. It was it was getting was it done? They were doing something to it when we were there. Anyways, mm. we just chilled, went to different restaurants every day. They've got this big fish fry on Thursdays. I don't know if it's still going on when when you've been out there. Um oh, interesting. We did like snorkeling. Snorkel. We went and had um what is it called? The conch? Is that the, the fish? What? Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's, it's the, you it's go the, fishing I, for I, it. Well, I had a fresh. I had a conch fritter. Okay, yuck. It was good. As in, it was fried. It was a fr- it was a conch fritter. It was like really good. It was really good, super good conch fritter. Conch fritter. Yeah, I had fresh conch. You they, they picked it out in the ocean. Yeah, fresh and what? Gave it to us. You know what? You had a fried one. So what? Well, you what are we doing you had fresh what? What are we doing here? What did you? You went down there and had some fresh what, Rach? Whoa. <laughs> Right. Mine's fresh and yours is fried. Let's go. But you had you had a good time? You had a good, I mean you're having a good time. You're having a good time. It's cool. It's cool. Uh it is I it's I got a lot of working through emotional stuff to do. Okay. Okay. It's just been a like it's it's we're we're getting into the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to hit me kind of hard so um i want to be honest with the people like i'm we're ha- i'm having fun you know i was on a jet ski today i, I was able to jet ski around i had a like a uh i jumped in the water off of a boat very nice very thankful um but you know we're gonna talk about it and I guess we might as well discuss it. it. The untimely death of Virgil Abloh really bothered me. Mm. Uh, it 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 was something that everybody learned. Like like you know when we were here, we 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 got in Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday happened, and Sunday. Uh, I don't know. I just got a lot of. It's. I'm not. I'm not finding the words on the podcast, and I talk for a living. It's it's difficult. Well, you know, you knew Virgil, right? No, I'd okay. spoken to him before. Okay, but I wouldn't say that I that I knew him. Can you I know, ask I wouldn't you? Say that I knew him. Yes, because I feel like a lot of people are a lot of people. You're not alone. Are are struggling with the untimely death, and and I'm curious for you. Is it because one, it was unexpected. Two, it was he was so young, and then three because he was suffering in silence, and we had no idea. And I think that's, I guess, for all those things, I would say for me or it, but just 
it's just like you never know what people are going through. And he was, and then of course it brings back Chadwick Boseman and it just makes you think about, I don't know, reevaluate your life and what you're complaining about and maybe what's in front of you. And then you just never know what the next person is struggling with or, you know, even dying. Yeah. It's, uh, so, you know, I wasn't not, I was not expecting, you know, like it, like my dad was sick, but like, he wasn't going to die, you know, mm-hmm. nobody said that was going to happen. So, uh, like I just like when it happened when that happened, I just thought about like his kids, and they didn't even get as much time with their dad as I got with my dad. You know, and it was and it, and it was um and me and my dad had like so much more left to do. But if you've ever been in that spot where like someone calls you and tells you somebody that that's that close to you has passed away. You just like never want that to happen to anybody ever again. Right. <laughs> and obviously right. it's going to happen. Um, You can't stop it from happening, but it, I don't know. It's a, uh, it's difficult. Cause when you come out to a place like Turks, right. Um, you know, you're in the water, you're jet skiing, everybody's eating, everybody's dancing. It's like a full-on celebration of life. And normally when I'm carefree, like I'm a different person. There's Van and then there's like Island Van. Mm-hmm, Van mm-hmm, is like, he's mm-hmm. different, you know? Yeah. He's got a little rum punch in him. You know, his oh, hips are a little on? looser. Oh. You know what I mean? You know, oh, he likes, <laughs> to, he likes to get it. Yeah, he's lighter. Yeah. He's lighter. He's lighter. He's just not talking about all kinds of crazy, but... It, something's just like it's pulling at me it's pulling it's it's uh it's like a ghost weirdly enough a mm-hmm. specter mm-hmm. um that as soon as you like have a free moment your mind is going to be like hey this is something you never got to do with your father and then like uh i wasn't really thinking about it until i read that and I thought, Jesus, man, the grief train just adds more passengers. Mm. Like, how many passengers can the grief train hold? We're just barreling down into the unknown, just like with a, with a train of grief. Um, And I didn't think that it would bother me as much because, you know, Thanksgiving was all getting ready to come out on the trip. And then I... I was going to be back and I got to have to work and do all of this stuff. It's a big time with a lot of stuff going on, but I'm just kind of waiting, just waiting. Like I was in the water today and I was treading water, you know, showing everybody what a great swimmer I am treading water out in the ocean. And I kind of feel like that in life. Sometimes I'm just waiting, waiting, trying to keep my head above water. And it's uh, I'm starting to get tired. <laughs> like I was like my, it's like it's uh, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to um, I'm starting to get tired. It's like uh, the the water is beautiful, but it looks a little bit less beautiful than it did when we used to come people come come out here before. Hopefully it'll pass. Um, you know, if it doesn't. Then I got to figure out different ways to cope and deal and all of that stuff. But 
don't know. It it's uh, it's good to get together, good to see everybody, uh, good to celebrate birthdays, and good to hang out with everyone. But it's uh, it's been a little bit different this time around. Well, I think that one that's honest, and I know somebody who's listening to this now is probably going through something similar. And you talking about it is making them feel like they're not alone. I think that it's honest to feel like you're just waiting, you know, for different reasons. I think we all feel like that. But at the same time, I don't think that it ever gets, it's like that, that picture that I was telling you about, you know, I just think that over time you'll just be able to deal with the feelings that you have, but I don't think it yeah. it ever goes away. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 very uplifting. Thank you for that, Rach. I'm just like, <laughs> well, you want me to? Do you want me to lie? You want me to yeah, lie? Yeah, I, I kind of do. I kind of no, want I, you to be like, hey, man, six weeks you're gonna be back up and around. No, man. I'm not gonna lie, no. bro. You back on? You're gonna but get I, back on the horse because I'm just such a believer I, I in processing your feelings and and I and connecting with nature just brings something totally in a different way out of you and you know you don't have all the distractions that you have when you're here and so you're probably dealing with things that you've been able to sweep under the rug i'm just a believer in pro- i'm not trying to make you feel any kind no, of way. no no of a, course no i understand you're a believer of processing it and i just you it will get better though no of course it i'm will. also uh, such yeah. a negative person i'm sorry van I'm Why sorry. are you negative? No, I'm Why just. Why are you negative? I, I just people say that about me. I'm not trying to. Be, I don't I'm think saying, that you're negative. I think I'm that you're. Saying, I think it will that get you're, better. It absolutely right. will. But I also believe in like being in the moment and whatever you're feeling, allowing yourself to feel that. You I know think something else is like, it, it, like my friend, like, like all my friends can like everyone here, Kalik and everybody, they can always tell when I'm like down, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I miss the one person who can't tell. The dog. Oh. Oh. I miss the dog, man. And uh, who will be boy. waiting for you when you get back? What, oh, what a Bozeman. boy. Oh, what a Bozeman. boy. You know I'm what the emergency contact for Bozeman. Are you? No, I just no. I say, who decided that? <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. You know we you know we take dogs in over here. You know like, we do. Did, like, why? Who decided that? I don't know. I don't know. I think I would want I think I would want Bozeman. I think I want I'm trying to think of who 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 we I would want so Bozeman to. Good with dogs here. We've already taken in somebody else's dog. Yeah, I did, but I know, but Bozeman is he's different though. He's like a he's like a human slash dog. He's a Hugh dog or a hog he's like a human slash dog he's, he's not like copper. a human i haven't met copper yet i've heard this about copper though yeah like he's very hum- very much so like a human so but this is what i've heard this is what i've heard this episode is brought to you by atlassian atlassian software like jira confluence and trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great but together we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got 
a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Um, we should go a little deeper into uh, Virgil, Virgil Abloh and who he was. Yeah. Um, uh, now, it came as a shock to everyone that Virgil Abloh passed away uh, a couple of days ago at the age of 41. He had a very rare form of cancer called cardiac angiosarcoma. That is essentially uh, a tumor on your heart. Mm. Um, or tumors in and around that area. It is very aggressive, uh, very fast moving, and the prognosis is not good once you are diagnosed with it. Uh, he was diagnosed with it back in 2019, and he had all the treatments that you can have. Um, he had uh, a bunch of chemotherapy. Uh, he was enduring this privately, um, trying to obviously be there for his friends, his family, and 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 uh, his industry. He is the CEO of Off White. So if you ever saw, you know, the people wearing the the people people wearing the shoes, they got the orange tags on them. Uh, Off White was an incredibly popping brand, like super popping brand, like a super popping brand. And then he went on to do work at Louis Vuitton. He had basically influenced everyone. Mm-hmm. Virgil Abloh had influenced everyone. And, you know, Virgil Abloh was a guy that a lot of people had, had some fun with him. You know, like he's he, you know, being a celebrity. He, he wasn't without, I guess, missteps or quote unquote controversies or whatever. Um, but everyone loved him. Everyone uh, was inspired by him. He inspired people, not just in fashion, but in music. He had designed uh, many different album covers and he had dressed the whole entire industry in terms of hip hop um, and to be a black man that had the position that he did at Louis Vuitton was just it It shouldn't be but it was absolutely trailblazing um, so it was just very sad it's like a titan in culture like a cultural mm-hmm. titan and a trailblazer passed away gone too soon yeah no I mean very well said I couldn't agree with you more, not just being a black man, but also being so young and accomplishing so much. And what I would continue to see people say is that one thing from his life that you could learn is that he believed in living it and taking advantage of every moment and every opportunity that was in front of him, not waiting for those moments to happen, but creating them. So if you didn't know him before, you should definitely research and see all that he did and the impact that he had on the culture or even outside of the culture. I mean, even at, he really touched a lot of different oh, people. culture. Yeah. Culture. Period. Was, Not just our culture. our culture. Yeah. Yeah. But our culture is culture. We are culture. But, but, but yeah, Virgil Abloh is a cultural Titan. Just a, just an amazing, amazing, amazing human being. So, uh, now it sparked a debate 
it sparked a debate. Mm-hmm. Interesting to get your take on this debate. Mm-hmm. Virgil Abloh's death was shocking, much in the same way that Chadwick Boseman's death was. Because although there have been some pictures of Chadwick where he looked kind of uh, thin, we did not know he was sick. He chose privacy and Virgil Abloh chose privacy. We had no idea Virgil was sick. Um, right. I don't know anyone who who wasn't shocked by this. Uh, there are people that are saying it's in a way not fair as I guess would be the um the the complaint about it that you have people who love you, you have people who follow you and who are inspired by you, and there's no preparation. One day they wake up and you're you've passed away. Uh, you're already shaking your head. What are your thoughts? I mean, people <laughs> I even, people talk. I didn't to, even pe- realize I was shaking my head, man. You already. I see it. People. Were, it was there was debates on Twitter uh, between fighting illnesses in, in in public and then fighting them in private. There were people that were like they would have wanted to know and be prepared for Virgil's passing or for Chadwick Boseman's passing. That is so selfish. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm shaking my head. I just feel like that's such a selfish thought because it's not about you. It's about that person and how they wanted to spend the remainder of their life, how they wanted their loved ones to view them. I don't think, and maybe, maybe you can call it a little selfish that they chose to do it in that way and not tell you, but maybe they wanted you to remember them full of life and not think of them as somebody who was sick or feel sorry for them. They wanted you to see them like you always see them. And I think you have to respect people's privacy at the end of the day. And if that's how they chose to spend their last days walking this earth, then that's absolutely their right. And who are we to tell them you should have done this, or I wish you would have done this. So I could prepare. Imagine what that person was going through as they were getting their affairs in order, knowing that, you know, it was the beginning of the end for them. Yeah. Uh, you niggas need to get off the internet. You niggas have jumped the shark. I'm just being for real. I can't even believe this was a debate. Y'all jumped the shark. There's, I'm here in Turks. There's sharks out here in this water, <laughs> most likely. Hope to not see any. No, there are. And y'all niggas, y'all niggas have just jumped over the sharks. You jumped the shark. Come on, man. Right, we're not going to spend too much time on this because the reality is that there are people that this wasn't private to. It was private to Virgil, but it wasn't private to his family. It wasn't private to those people closest to him. It wasn't private to his inner circle of friends, his inner inner circle. They knew. Right. So mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. needed to draw on them and uh, get love from them to be strong enough to go fight the thing. And maybe, to be honest with you, this should tell you guys something. How toxic Mm. this entire social media culture is that people are going through this and they don't feel like they can turn to social media or any of these other public outlets and get encouragement and get energy. They know that there are going to be some people out there with crazy things to say there are going to be some people out there that are talking about whatever whatever i saw tweets they're talking about how cancer is preventable and what we have to do with our diets and all of that stuff like that look man it's never a wrong time to talk about health but this it's 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 the wrong time what i'm saying is nobody owes you niggas nothing 
Nothing. And when I say niggas, I mean everybody. Don't nobody owe y'all nothing. I tell y'all if I'm sick. I tell you guys if if somebody in my life is sick. If it's helpful, if you're gonna feel like you're gonna get reassurance, it's fine. But come on, man. God damn. Um, we need more board games or like the people got to find something to do. Do people still play do. Connect Four? I don't know if they play Connect Four, but there are board oh. games out there that people do play. This is what I'm sure. saying. Cards, every, something. Every time y'all about to say something that's fucking dumb, is that or or start think piece something to death? Go play some Connect Four, man. Some tic Too many think pieces, not enough Connect Four. All right, we got a lot of think pieces, but if I wanted to get a Connect Four game right now, I couldn't get one. But I, I love playing Connect Four. Don't you love it? I love Connect Four. I do. Blue or um, red? It's not blue. It is blue. It's blue and red. It's black and red. No, that's checkers. <laughs> what the fuck is happening here? Like what? Like, what is going on here? Like what? Like what? I was ready to argue you, argue you down no. that it was Whoa. black and red. I was thinking Whoa. checkers. I was thinking You're checkers. Thinking checkers. I get it. Forgive I understand. Me. Forgive I me. It. There's another. There's yeah. another game out there. Uh, definitely red though. Ooh. Definitely red. Um, definitely. Oh, wow. What I will say though is towards the debate i did see something shout out to justin moore my friend posted on social media where he said you know it made him really think about where we are as a community and our engagement when it comes to cancer and cancer prevention and he's talked Mm -hmm. about how there should be a larger conversation about it because black and african-american people in the u.s have the highest cancer mortality and shorter survival rate of any racial or ethnic group so i will say it is a conversation that we need to have to be more aware um not and and maybe that's not the right time to have it, but it was an interesting post that I saw because I was like, huh, we don't maybe talk about it enough. I never knew that statistic mm. about how that either. affected um, our community. So it is something that, you know, maybe right now is not the time to talk about it, but we should be more engaged with it if it's affecting us in that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe my emotions got the better of me there. Look, let me tell you no, something, Rachel. That debate is stupid. That debate is Rachel. stupid. Rach, yes. let me vindicate you really quickly. I am seeing Connect Four with three different colors. I am seeing red and yellow. I am seeing, of course, the red and blue that I'm used to playing. And I am definitely seeing Connect Four on the cover of the box. Red and black for Rach. Just loud and wrong. Rach Thank you. I'm not crazy. Thank you're you. Not. Thank you. Not. Thank you. I want to go home. I'm done. I'm done. You did I feel it. like my work is done today. Rach, Rach, guess what? What? You did it. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's court time. Justice Smollett's trial starts today. Okay, Rachel. Okay. Uh, if you guys remember, Justice Smollett, who is now 39, was indicted on six counts last year by Cook County, Illinois grand jury. For allegedly faking the robbery and assault that had the internet on fire in 2018. It's Jesse Smollett, okay, he's from Empire. Mm -hmm. He's an activist as well. Be honest with you. Do we still say that? Full disclosure, what am I about to say? What? I know Jesse Smollett. Do you have a quote for us? 
I don't have a quote for you, but I just want to let people know because they always say stuff about oh, the people shit. that what I know. Oh, shit. What are you about to say? There's only one opinion to have here. What's the opinion, Rachel? Wait, wait. wait. It's, do you believe he's guilty or not guilty? I'm going to be honest with you. Um, ah! I'm going to be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I believe he's guilty. Okay. Okay. But, okay. but okay. I will say this. I will say this. I, I, I'll tell you this. I believe he's guilty. I believe he's guilty. Just, just looking at everything, it's weird. I will say this though. Jussie Smollett has maintained his innocence in this from day one. That's all he can do. Has stuck to his story from day one. Has a bunch of people around him. That Family. also maintain his innocence, Family. right? That he did not do this. He has a complete explanation for all of this. Is going to come out during the trial. And even though my gut tells me, just with the preponderance of evidence that I see, <laughs> that he's guilty, I am saying this. Not only am I hoping that I am wrong, desperately hoping that I am wrong, but there is a possibility. That's why I'll ask you, Rach. Do you believe that there is a possibility that Justice Smollett is innocent of the crimes that they are saying that he committed? Okay. We were trying to talk this out at work today because this is like really big news. I, I didn't realize how big of a deal. I didn't realize it was starting this week. This is everywhere at the moment, okay? And to refresh your minds, in January 2019... Jesse Smollett alleged that he was attacked by two racist white men, fill in the blanks where I missed this, who tried to put a noose around his neck and yelled, what, racist MAGA. things? MAGA. They said MAGA towards him. Okay. Him. Yeah. Okay. And everybody, this this caught fire. I was one of the people who posted on social media. Of course, I posted, I posted of course. a picture of me and Jesse together. And I was, I was really. Oh, wow. Yeah, see. Total I, traitor. Well, I didn't say that I know him. Total traitor. <laughs> but I, I definitely posted, Total and I was like, traitor. hope that you get better. You know, I was this whole thing. And then it came out that two men that he worked with at on Empire at one time, that he had paid them to stage this attack. I believe well, there were trainers, tra alleged trainers, is what but they, they said. Allegedly, they, on they were Empire? his trainers. But he would, they were only on Empire, though, if, if they were only on Empire, if memory serves correct, because he were there, he was their trainers, and then he got them jobs as extras on Empire. From what I remember, it's been a long yes, time since yes. I dove, but, dove into the Justice Millette pool. But he apparently wrote them checks, and I believe there's proof of these checks. So here's my thing. I was talking about this at work today, and I'm trying to understand. Okay, he wrote them checks. He could easily say, oh, I was paying for training. Oh, I was paying for this. But he said that he was attacked by white men. Right? Right, right. You knew that the men who attacked you at least weren't white. Right? Where they have, uh, they have uh, uh, what? They had sunglasses on at two in the morning? Cause, asking, cause, well, well, cause, well, well, there's, I'm not sure what the actual story is going to be, but there's going to be a story. So, what if he thought that the men that attacked him were white, but they really weren't? Okay, so they would I, they would have had to have their eyes covered because, mind y'all, it was also two in the morning that he was getting a subway. 
Have we confirmed that Subway's open at two in the morning in Chicago in that area? Subway's, hold on, hold on. Subway's open. Look, I, now I got my pen out. Now I'm Jesse Smollett's <laughs> defense lawyer. <laughs> Subway is open at different times all over the country. Okay. okay. And okay. by the way, he also maintains that he had just gotten off of a flight not too long ago. The flight landed. He got home. He was hungry. He had wanted to go to Subway. I would ask, I would ask counsel, Miss Lindsay, okay. have you ever gone to a place at 2 a.m. in the morning for food, for food? And if you say no, I will remind you that you are under oath. And well, it wasn't too long ago. We talked about a place in Texas called Fuel City where you would go. Damn. And get food <laughs> at Got me. night at 2 a.m. Got me. Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I would never go by myself. As a woman at night, it's 2 in the okay. morning. I, I would it. not go by myself. Fuel City's right. popping at 2 in the morning, Fuel okay? City. It's the after hey. party. Hey, so many motherfuckers hit me up about Fuel City. Did they hit Fuel you City. up about Fuel City? I got I to try Fuel, Fuel City, bro. <laughs> Fuel City is lit, dog. I'll be real with you. This is when I get my street cred back. You know, I'll be saying something that takes it away, but then when I drop a Fuel City, they'll be like, oh, Fuel okay, City. okay, okay, okay. Um, Texas fucking with you. But but here's the here's the thing. I just can't reason why he would pay them unless even if they had on gloves, a hat and a scarf, the surrounding parts of their eyes would have shown that they were not white. Okay. I just, there's just, I just, I just don't understand it. I'm very curious as to what will come out. The judge has ordered that there cannot be cameras in the courtroom, which I actually like. I think it's such a distraction when you have cameras in. So we'll be getting pieces of of what's happening in trial day by day. But I personally think he's guilty. He has been, and if you're also following the case, you know that he was charged. Then they dismissed all the charges, which makes you feel like, okay, they didn't have enough evidence to move forward. But then due to public pressure, they brought in a special prosecutor who then uh, filed charges again against him, this time felony disorderly conduct. I didn't even know that was a charge. And so if he is found guilty... On all six counts, he could face up to three years in prison. I don't think that's going to happen, but you know. Let's say, let's say are. for, let's just say for argument's sake. But his career, his career is guilt, like done. His career isn't done. Why do you want to say that about Justice? Because Smollett's I just career, don't. Man. I just think that there's so much. It would be years before I think that he could come back, and I think it would have to be in steps, like a Hallmark movie, maybe a Lifetime movie. I think well, I just you might want to. You might wanna, you might wanna keep a lookout. Oh, oh you, got, you, you got you intel. Might, you got intel. You might wanna keep a lookout. Look, I mean, there could be all, a whole lifetime story surrounding this. You know what I mean? Let's say that he he's did buying do Christmas it. gifts for someone at two a.m. Let's say that he did. If he did do it, let's say he did do it. Right? Let's just say, for argument's sake, that he did do it. Let's say he did do it. So what? That he did? Yeah. So what? Right? I always felt this way, by the way. No. Vance caping for another person that he knows. Let's say he did do it. So what? That? No, 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 no. Uh, it is not a so what. It's a hoax. Are you okay? It's a hoax. But that's that's not what? a hoax. A hoax is a hoax. Is, a He's hoax hoaxing is it like up. A what? Dropping a water balloon on somebody from a hotel window. A hoax oh, is that's not. Funny. A hoax is not. So so wait, you want so if if in fact he did do it, you want uh, them to throw the book at Jesse Smollett? No, I didn't say the three. I said he's not going to get three years. So, get, like, so, so, what I'm, t- so, I'm saying so what I'm I saying is, what's someone the- hiring him again? Because I couldn't see it. I can't see it any other way. When I see him, I see that he staged an attack, which was so unnecessary. 
I don't know what kind of person thinks to do that, why you felt the need to do that. I just can't see him any other way. I can't. Would you would you would you hire Jesse Smollett no. for something? For what? Why? 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 Like man? a prank, why a prank show? A prank why show? Every, that would be hilarious. If they had Justice Smollett to do a prank show. Oh, see. Like, but look, but why everybody else? Let's let's say he did do it, right? Why everybody else get a second chance and not Justice Millet? Why are you saying Justice Millet career got to be over? I, it's I people that have done for, worse. I it's said, people that have done worse, you're right. way worse. I just can't and got imagine put back it. On. I just can't. Like my, I'm more so concerned about your mental health. Why you felt like that was okay to do, right? And why you wanted to do that? Like, is everything okay? What was the reasoning behind that? If he's found guilty. You if know, he's you, found guilty, if and by the way, if. and by the way, when Justice Smollett beats the case, when Justice Smollett beats the case, I want the entire culture to celebrate because all they want to do is throw our brothers in jail. All they want to do is throw our like, brothers in jail. You brought this song yourself. <laughs> can't argue there. <laughs> hey, can't argue there. Hey, look, and here's the thing. And you know, so Justin nice. might listen to this and be surprised to hear me does, say, "Does he listen that to our podcast?" No, he's, he's listened got, he's before. Busy. He's busy. Like he might listen to this and be surprised to hear me say that. In my heart of hearts, I think that he's guilty. It's just that when you lay the evidence out, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. It doesn't. When you oh, uh, that's okay. Okay. Would you like some water and chocolate? Oh, water and chocolate is great, though. Thank you. Um, you always have room service every single time you're away and you pop. It's not room service. That was the housekeeping. Okay, housekeeping. Somebody's always yeah. knocking at your door. It happens a lot. The hotels. Um, but yeah, so, so yeah, you know, I, I'm hoping that he beats it. And last thing I'll say about this. People say, I want to shoot back against a narrative right now where people say, if Justice Millett did this, then you got to throw the book at Justice Millett because, oh, thank you very much. If Justice Millett did this, then you got to throw the book at Justice Millett because you too, ma'am. You too. Be- because the next time someone makes an actual complaint, the police aren't going to uh, follow through with it because of what Justice Millett did. That's part of the problem. Do you guys realize that the police can't do that. I just want to make sure everybody knows. Like, if the fire department goes out to a fire, right, and it's a false alarm, they go out to a fire, false alarm, false alarm, no fire. Like, someone swatted them or a kid played a joke. The fire department can't then go. The next time somebody calls them, the fire department can't go. You know what? The last time we went out, it was a hoax. So... I don't think that we're going to go out this time because the last time we went out for a fire, these kids were playing around and being wacky. They they can't do that. The police have to stop accepting crumbs. The police, I don't care if a million people hoax the police. If the police get a criminal complaint, they have to investigate it. If I'm walking down the street and 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 I'm the victim of a racist attack, and I go to the cops, and the cops say because of Justice because of what Justice Millett did, they're not going to look into it. I, bullshit! 
The cops can't do that. The cops have to go out and investigate crimes. They sure right? do. But guess what doesn't have to happen? A prosecution. Right. You're but not they looking won't, at the other don't... side of it. You're not looking at... But, if, but even a prosecution... If a, if there's not you enough evidence to if there's yeah. not enough evidence to prosecute, that's one thing. But if they say they're not prosecuting because of what Justice Smollett well, did, well, they wouldn't say that. Then nobody's gonna say I'm not prosecuting this because of what Justice Smollett did. Nobody's gonna say that. But you you can't lie that you can't you can't deny that in the back of somebody's mind if there's a very similar scenario, you might not think, you might think, oh gosh, we've been here before. I'm not saying that they won't follow through and there won't be law and order, but I'm just saying it does make people think, huh, like what if another this happens to another famous person, right? But it really happens, okay? It really right, happens. So what? If, it, if, if, if someone is the... I'm just I'm saying, you, no, everybody's I, I'm, I'm going to think... I mean, you're right. I'm, you're right in the sense that, as yes. As black people, we expect less, I'm telling you. But I don't think they should I, throw the book at him. No, I, I know, but what I'm saying is we expect less because we expect what somebody did in Chicago, Illinois to be able to affect us. And look, maybe it does, but the reality is it shouldn't. Like it you shouldn't. that thought, that thought that, oh my God, the cops are gonna stop believing us because one guy that's kind of nuts. I don't think that's, that's kind of nuts. I don't think you can make that much of a generalization, but you can't deny that people, if there's a very similar circumstance that people might like the people involved investigating or potentially prosecuting might be like, huh? Well, you know, we might want to look at this another way because there was that Jesse Smollett case. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Jesse Smollett, man. Woo! I can't look Uh, at him any different. I just can't. He's got to play the part. From here on out, he's got to play that person, that character. The movie's got to be about that. That. But that's that's his. Jesse. That's his next role. If yeah. he's not guilty, he makes a movie about this. And there you Justice go. Justice Millett is talented. He's going to beat the case. He is talented. Um, I think what I think, but I hope that I'm wrong. And the reality is, guilty or innocent, Justice Millett has done a lot. He's an, uh, he's an activist. He's done amazing things for AIDS awareness. He does ama- amazing things for the culture. We should support Justice Millett. And he still can. Should. And he still can. And, and he, he still, still can. And he still things. will. But he needs your support, Rach. He needs your Justice Millett needs your support. Your support, Rach. I did support um, him. You're trying to soup kitchen him. I That's did support him. I posted a picture. <laughs> I wished him well. I was so upset. I was so outspoken about it. Um, guilty verdicts in the Ahmad Arbery trial. All the way around. This happened last week. Uh, we couldn't give you a podcast on it because, you know, it's between podcasts. Sometimes news drops between podcasts. Uh, Rachel, your thoughts? I mean, obviously, I I was at work and I was like, man, if this goes a different way, I'm going to have to excuse myself from work. I'm just I'm not, I'm not going to be able to handle all this. But I think I guess I don't really have much to say. I'm I'm happy that they were found guilty. I think it's sad that one. I have to be happy over that because at the end of the day, it doesn't bring back Ahmad. But I hope that it gives some sort of comfort to the family. But at the flip end, on the other end of it, I hate that I even had to hold my breath because there was a possibility that they could be found not guilty because that is the society we live in. That's the justice, justice or legal system, I should say, that we are a part of, like that, 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 that runs our country. And the fact that it could have happened despite there being video evidence is wild to me. And then I just Tough. kept thinking, 
This happened in February of 2020. We didn't find out, we didn't get the video publicly until May, 2020. And I just kept thinking, what if we had never received the video? These people probably would have gotten off. They would have gotten off. It had to be, there had to be, like, we have to have every single thing to possibly get, possibly get a guilty verdict. Doesn't even guarantee that. And that's all I could think of. But I am happy that they were found guilty. And I hope they rot in prison. Yeah, yeah. Um, hope they rot in prison. Uh, I am obviously happy with the verdict. Uh, of course, this is... Uh, this is justice in a societal standpoint, in a universal cosmic standpoint. This is not justice once you take a life. There's no justice for that. The life is gone forever. Those memories and experiences are out in the ether with God. You cannot repair or restore that. Our lives have value. Uh, in terms of societal har harmony, it is justice because that's kind of what we're banking on to keep things moving forward. Um, my thoughts and prayers are obviously with the spirit of Ahmad Arbery, Ahmad Arbery and with his family. Um, uh, like I said before, I wish we had better things to celebrate. Uh, but I tell you what, I had it gone the other way. I'm on my, I'm on the first thing smoking to Georgia. I said the same thing at work. Yep. Yep. On the first thing smoking to Georgia. Do whatever I can. All right, let's take a break. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyundai. You could be doing anything this week, right? You've got work errands, friends, and a whole lot of fun in between. That's why the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the capable SUV that's built for your life. With premium interiors, available wireless charging, and room for your whole cargo and crew. Okay, Hyundai. Visit HyundaiUSA.com to learn more about the all-new 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Man, Ari Lennox, the homie, arrested in Amsterdam for disturbing the public order after she said she was racially profiled by airline staff. Authorities arrested Ari Lennox on Monday morning in Schiphol. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Come on, Dutch. Come on, Dutch people. Get your, get your words together so I can be more, you know, be, have more accessible words. I love you, Dutch. Uh, after she accused airline staff of racial pro, pro, profiling, the military police said that she was being held in custody for disturbing public order. I watched her tweet about this um, this morning. She landed in the Netherlands. She said she was racially profiled. Then she was arrested. Now, if you remember, this is not the same place because that was Sweden. But this is the same area. Area. I'm going to paint them all with a broad brush where they had ASAP Rocky over there in the bang. In the bing, they had him in the bing uh, for like a long time, you know. Um, so God, I forgot about that. You forgot about, you know, who got him out? Kanye. Kanye West. Why don't you give that man his credit? You're so hard on this I man. I just said Kanye. Give that man his credit for doing his thing, Rach. It's a different time. Okay. Um, my question to this is, uh, 
obviously Ari Lennox, 10 times solid, 100 out of 100 in the culture. But is there ever a time where someone claims racial profiling and you don't believe them? Jesse Smollett. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is this a trick question? Because I'm going with Jesse. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's funny that you're asking this question because that goes into exactly kind of what we were talking about before. When you right. have a Jesse, it makes you question other people it's that so you're literally it's so whack you can't do that you did you it to yourself do... you can't do that man let's not that's not fair that's, some people no, are gonna lie no, about it. that's I like don't... you know what that's like like would you do that with sexual assault would you say no. that because the girl lied in the duke lacrosse see what i'm saying would you say that because the girl lied in the in, in the duke lacrosse case which she lied because the girl lied in the Duke yeah. lacrosse case. Then that means the next time somebody should be able to, hey, in the Duke lacrosse case, like no, uh, that she wasn't telling take the it truth. Seriously, of you course, it's this. It why, why we got to deal with this but, same shit, man? I, in the, you're like, but no, I listen. I it never even crossed my mind that Ari Lennox. Wait a minute. Did I just nothing. say that this? By the way, did I just say that Swede, the Sweden, and. <laughs> And the Netherlands were the same thing? I'm no, sorry. you said area. You said same area. area. I don't even know if it's the same area, but go ahead, Rich. I'm sorry. Well, it's all Scandinavian. They're Scandinavian countries. Scandinavia. Mm -hmm. Have you been I'm over there? You. Have you been to Sweden or Amsterdam? Nah, I want to go to, uh, I want to go, where's the Little Mermaid from? That's oh, Denmark, shoot. right? I've I want to go to Denmark. Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that because there's a statue Did you see her? her? There's, they yes, put her. Yes, there's a statue yes, of her. Yeah, I would like to go and talk to that statue. See, I, this is the type of shit. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so because look, can I, can, I, can I tell you about this? Can I tell you about this before we'll get back on this whole uh, Ari Lennox thing? But can I tell you about this? I want to talk to the statue to see if it comes to life. Because look, I always, when I was a kid, I used to always think that these guys that wrote these stories, these they were writing them based on real experiences that they had. Okay. You know, okay. Barry, who wrote Peter Pan. So maybe that was him. Maybe he was Peter Pan. Mm. You know what I mean? He wrote about his own life. Mm. You know, the Little Mermaid. And then it's so she's so popping over there that they built well, Hans she Christian have Anderson. Legs now. She'd have legs. But no, but what I'm saying is maybe I'm the voice that if I talk to her, she'll come to life right then and there. I love that you want to go all the way to Copenhagen for a white woman. For that? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, too good. No, it's a, it's a great. Honestly, you would have so much fun in Denmark. We went All on right. my season. We went on the Bachelorette. Oh, very nice. Um. Okay. I have no reason to doubt Ari Lennox. Is really what mm -hmm. I was trying to get to this entire time. Mm. If she says that she was racially profiled, did she say how? Or did she uh, say she just no, was? No, not necessarily. Okay. I was reading the tweets, but she was just basically saying that she, they were being racial, she was being racially profiled. Then she talked about the fact that she was actually being arrested um, after the subsequent accusation of El Racial Profilo. So, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly in the way that it's... I'm, I'm sure she's very transparent and very open on her socials. I'm sure we'll get the entire story pretty soon. Yeah. But it just made me wonder about uh because people were talking about the racial pro 
there are certain people that if they would say that they were racially profiled, people would like not believe them or not care. You know, if at this point, if Terry Crews came out and said, hey, I've been racially profiled, we'd be like, ah. <laughs> but like, but uh, if Ari Lennox says it, she's got so much cultural credibility that we know that no Ashley wouldn't make that up. Her. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but like Terry Crews would know he was, would know, you know what I mean? He would never claim that. I have a, I, I like uh, the way he's been out here in the public. I have a hard time believing that, you know, like. Mike Tirico would never say he was been he's been racially profiled. Now you got beef with Mike Tirico? I mean, what's the deal? I'm just saying he doesn't think he's black. So I'm just saying people like that. That bothers you when it. people don't think they're black, black like that. It it bothers me that Mike Tirico calls himself Italian and not black. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest with you. He doesn't even think he's African American. Like that's the point. Sweden to Amsterdam in a car is 16 hours. I don't know if you can say that those places are like, or I think I'm fucked up on this. I think I fucked over because the Dutch are the Dutch and then the Swedes are the Swedes. I think I fucked over. I think I fucked over the Swedes by saying it was the same thing because the same 16, 16 hours and 45 minutes. That's like from here to like Arizona, man. I'm not, not here to New Mexico. That's when you a, no, say, that's actually here. Okay, but that's Texas to New Mexico. Like no, I'm saying like I'm saying like Los Angeles to Texas. You can't really say that that's the same. That's kind of I'm kind so of that, fucked over them. That would I don't be know geography. more than sixteen hours. But listen, they're I, both they're Scandinavian countries. That's, they're Scandinavia. That's the Denmark, Sweden, Norway, Iceland, Finland, and the Faroe okay. Islands. All right, that's fine. That's Faroe, like uh, uh Ronan Faroe, Ron, the Ronan Faroe Islands. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll give you more on Ari Linux as more comes out. Uh, but we ride with Ari Lennox. All right, we ride with you. Uh, Doja Cat won Best R&B Category at the American Music Awards, the AMAs. The Cracker J Jack and the Jack Jack Jacks is what they're they're known as, the AMAs. That's what they call them. Um, she, uh, people got pissed off about this. They said she is not R&B. She is pop. Favorite female artist in the soul R&B category. Um, and people got mad at Doja. Part of this is because we still haven't really gone back and reconciled the whole showing the feet. I think people still I'm got sorry, people still kind of this racial chat room showing feet. Don't is that what it's called? It's called showing feet? How can you not <laughs> know about this? No. Like, it's like, it's like, wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you why I'm confused. I know she was in the chat rooms and I know that right. she was allowing people to like call her certain things. But why are you saying show and feed? Clip this. <laughs> okay. Don't, don't. Hey, well, no, no. Is that a no. term? <laughs> hey man, clip this. This is what I this is what we need. Donnie, I'm not fucking around. No, don't look it up, Rachel. Rachel, don't Google it's it. Too late. Wait, Rachel, don't Google it. So she, so I guess, so wait a minute, this is hilarious. So I guess that there was at some point in the chat room that Doja Cat put her feet up or she was letting the guys look at her feet or they were getting off to her feet or something like that. And then Noriega, just out of nowhere, shout out to Nori. Nori just said, he just he sent out a tweet called she was in racial chat room showing feet that's all the tweet said with three exclamation parts behind it and it was just so funny he didn't even say her name he didn't say nothing like she was in racial chat room showing feet and so now showing feet is 
classically what Doja Cat's whole episode is about. And really, whenever anyone is out there tap dancing for the white man being a white man's nigga, it's basically, for a lot of people, talked about as showing feet. Showing feet, okay. Showing feet. <laughs> okay. So Doja Cat apparently was showing feet. <laughs> All right, we win it. We got it now, Rach. Oh, clip that. Oh, if you go clip, clip my Fuel City stuff. Don't clip. Clip 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 Fuel City too. Um, uh, Um, Okay, do you have a problem with Doja Cat winning this award? Yes, I do. Oh, okay. I actually do because you got to look at everybody else that's in that category with her. And it's like, who who doesn't belong? Okay, this is who else is in the category. Her. Jasmine Sullivan, Janae Aiko, and SZA. SZA. Okay. And then Doja Cat. Who doesn't belong in the group? And to add to that, Doja was Doja Cat was also nominated for favorite pop artist. Favorite mm-hmm. female pop artist. And her song was nominated for favorite pop song. Doja Cat is pop. And I think it's unfair for her to be in both categories. When you look at who was nominated for pop artists, Ariana Grande, Dua Lipa, Olivia Rodrigo, Taylor Swift, that fits. She fits in that category. But Jasmine Sullivan is not going to be in that category. Janae Aiko is not going to be in that category. Like, it's not fair. And the fact that she has a chance to win in both and then she wins in R&B when that's not really what her music is, not really fair for her to win it. The other women never stood a chance. So I understand. I understand the complaint, especially when you see what else she was nominated for. I think it should be one or the other. Okay, let's have a conversation. Okay, aren't there acts that, at certain times, cross genres? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you say like Prince could be in R and B and rock? And maybe even pop. Prince definitely has R&B songs. For sure. Okay. 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 But do you think it's... You're right. But do Mm -hmm. you think it's fair that in the same year, you're saying that that album is both and you get to be nominated for both? Yes, I do. Okay. Because what 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 I'm saying is you could even nominate Doja Cat in hip hop. I'd give, her hip-hop, I'd give her hip-hop over R&B. So, I guess I listen to Say So, mm-hmm. and I hear R&B vibes on Say So. You know what I mean? But it's a pop song. Okay, so what's the what's the line then? You know what I'm saying? So like, uh, like is, uh, Kiss Me More is totally a pop song, and that's why it was nominated for that. You got SZA on that, and it's still a pop song. Can you be with two, you? Two women who are, who are nominated under R&B, and it's still, it's still listed as a pop song. So here's the thing. If you want to keep the R&B, if you want to keep R&B pure, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then you have to only go for the real, real, real R&B, right? Because so, they're, they're acts. So wait, hold on. Hold on. They're acts uh-huh. who blur the line of R&B and pop always have been. Usher blurs the line of R&B and pop. I would say Beyonce blurs the line of R&B and pop. Sometimes even El Rihanna blurs the line of R&B True. and pop. You know what I mean? So I and I'm and I'm saying that when I saw this, I think Doja Cat is more in that mold. You know, she's a cat. I see Doja Cat as pop. 
And th- and Pop. I think and I think when I looked at the people who were the women who were listed in the favorite female R and B artist category, they are true R and B. True R and B. There's no crossover. And then the fact that when I was like, oh well, she was nominated for pop artist. Like let's just like to me, she's more pop. She sometimes touches into R and B, but she's pop. And, it's, and, and and the ladies need the the true R and B ladies need to shine. I got you. You yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. point yeah. made. Rich. Point made. Sign up to the Economist for in depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to the Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Oh, Rach, I don't know if you knew, but like while I was gone, some new shit dropped just in time for Black Friday. What's and that? the new products. The Omarion variant has dropped. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That's- not okay for you to be calling it that. Better get vaccinated like you're supposed to be. You're going to be coughing like you're supposed to be. You're going to be hacking like you're supposed to be. Ooh, don't get close to me. Or you're going to have a fever like you're supposed to have. How long have you been holding on to that? I just just came to me. I just came to me. Stay away from me. Or you're going to be sick like you're supposed to be. <laughs> Respirator like you supposed to be. Okay, all right. Oh my gosh, too much, um, too much, too much. Yeah, went too far. Went too far at the end. Um, <laughs> the Omicron variant, okay, is apparently five hundred percent more transmissible than the Delta. Five hundred percent. They say it can be more transmissible than the Delta. Okay, Joe Biden says it's not a cause for concern. He addressed uh, the American people from the White House and he said, get the coronavirus vaccine because the best protection against this new variant or any of the variants out there is the vaccine. Although I have read time after time that we don't know yet the level of protection that our current vaccines will give us against this variant. Okay. It has been designated a variant of concern. That's what you should know about the, the Omicron variant. South Africa confirmed late last week, scientists had detected a variant with high numbers of mutations. Here's the deal, high number of mutants. You guys, this didn't come from South Africa. Is that South Africa has the greatest epidemiologists, great sequencing. That's why they're finding them there. It's not necessarily coming from South Africa. So get off South Africa's nut sacks. All right, several countries, including the United States, have travel bans now. The travel bans, some say, are useful. Others say the travel bans are completely bullshit. That they're not going to work at all. There's just window dressing by the Biden administration. Um, there's not a lot of research right now, but people are worried about a surge. 
Rachel, how worried are you about the Barnard well, uh, variant? I, I think when I originally got worried was when I realized we were on Omicron. Okay. What happened Omicron. to the letters in between Delta and Omicron? Oh, I'll Anybody tell you. Anybody else happened. asking that? Epsilon, Ada. I'll tell you what Ada, happened, Rachel. What else? What else? Mu, Lambda. Mm -hmm. What happened? Lambda, how do we how do we skip to Omicron? What the, what happened in between? Do you know? Do Omicron. you really know? I don't. Oh, I do know. First of all, I'm going to say three words, and I want you to tell me what jumps it jumps out at you in 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 your brain. Okay. First, Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Who are they? <laughs> I don't know. Who's wow. Lambda, Lambda, Lambda? Wow, very upsetting. Um. Okay, so this is why this Wait, is happening. Wait, who's Lambda, uh, Lambda, Lambda? Don't worry about it. Is this show and feed? It's a, no, it's not. <laughs> Let me tell you why we're on this. I'll tell you why. So when you don't get the vaccine and the virus is running rampant through your body, you don't have any protection. This is what happens, man. Viruses replicate themselves, but they don't do it very efficiently. They're not very good at replicating themselves. All right. So they replicate themselves a billion times, a billion times. They, they throw it out there just hoping for one of them to be able to get through the protection that your body or that the vaccine or whatever has put up. Right. So what happens is these variants that you see, the longer either herd immunity or the vaccine doesn't take you get more variants because you get more people with more virus in their body with it working overtime, all right? So more people that have the virus going crazy, the more the, the higher the chance of a sustainable variant getting out there. And when I say sustainable variant, I don't mean, because most of the variants are kaput, right? Most of them don't work. But if there's even one out of that billion that figures out how to get around the protection, then that variant can become dominant very quickly. I'll tell you something else that happens. They can get worse. We've been lucky, okay? We've been lucky. Even some of the early reports about uh, uh, the Omicron variant say that it might be mild. It might be the, the cases coming back from it are Keyword mild. It might actually might. be mild. Keyword might be mild. Might. We don't know. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you guys. I'm not trying to scare anybody. I'm not trying what? to scare you into doing something you don't want to do. But if a variant pops up, that's five percent. That's ten percent. That's even three percent more deadly than what we've been dealing with. It is going to be a fucking nightmare like if it was so if COVID kills so if COVID kills uh, less than 1% of the people that, that come in contact with it imagine if that number was 5 mm -hmm. imagine if that number was 10 now I'm not sure what the chances are that that'll happen and I'm not sure what would have to happen to increase the lethality of, of the, uh, the virus itself but man, it's tough. It's tough sledding out here, Rach. Yeah, no, it's I mean, tough. It's, it's scary because it's just like as soon as one, we're around the holidays, so there's all this travel. Two, mm -hmm. it's like we're stepping into another year and we're thinking, okay, we're improving, things are getting better, and then it's, you hear this, it's scary, and you still have people fighting getting the vaccine. We're just now getting boosters. It's like, do we need another booster to combat this new uh, variation of the virus? I, it's it's a lot. 
It's a lot. It concerns me. You could put all the mites and 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 all of that in front of it. Just the fact that there is a variant that is causing enough attention to where you're having countries ban travel. To me, it's serious. Yeah, it's very serious. It's not window dressing. Uh, it's not. And it's definitely not cornbread dressing. Do you like that? Do you like cornbread dressing? Uh, my mom makes great cornbread cornbread dressing. I don't like it. I'm, just, I'm picky. I'm too picky for it. I don't want to hear it. I have a particular. I, 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 I eat in a particular I, way. <laughs> I eat in a particular way. This is no secret. However, I made Thanksgiving dinner this year. Talk about it. Well, it wasn't traditional. There okay, was no turkey. You made. There was no ham. Made? Some hog mouse. What you mean? What you have? I had steak, pork chops, salmon, and chicken. I made. No, no. I had all the meats. Except no. for, I, I waited too late, but I made my mom's for the first time, really my grandmother's sweet potato. It's really a pie, but without the crust. And it was very good. The people yeah. were going back for seconds and thirds. I'm sure they that were. Was, I'm sure all the food was great, but you know, you had a little dinner party and called it Thanksgiving. I'm not, I'm not buying it. You know what? Turkey doesn't I'm define saying. the dinner. Ham doesn't does. define the dinner van. It does. It does. If, if there's no turkey, but no ham. If there's no turkey or no ham, it's a sham. <laughs> <laughs> there was pork, okay? Pork. There was pork. What kind of pork? What kind of pork did you have? Pork chops? Pork. You know I love a good pork chop. You and these goddamn pork chops. What it's the my fuck? my favorite food. I love a good pork mm. chop. That's actually a great meal. So so did other people come and bring sides? Did they bring no, their own sides? I made everything. The only side that was brought was wine. I made Brussels sprouts, asparagus, rice. I didn't get time to make the dirty rice. Uh, Greek Macaroni potatoes. Cheese? I don't. I'm don't do cheese. So I, I don't have Yo, a great. Yo, my nigga, I, <laughs> your Thanksgiving is fucking. I'm not even trying to be a jerk it. about it. I don't want to hear Thanksgiving it. Thanksgiving is I weak. Hear it. I don't like, want to hear you, it. You, so you don't have. Wait, wait, so you, so you don't have no. Hold on for a second. You have. We had sweet potato. We had sweet potato. But okay. you didn't even you, see. You was about to stop yourself. You stopped yourself because you was about to say we have sweet potato pie, but then you realized I made you it without the crust. Didn't. I made it without the crust. All I had to do was put it in a crust. I made right. it so it was more so, of a casserole, which is still Thanksgiving food. Thank you. I guess that counts. I guess that counts. But you no skip it. it. It's all. I'm gonna be honest with you. Your Thanksgiving dinner was kind of showing feet. It was show. It was. Don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare! Now that I know what that means, don't you dare put me in the same category, okay? I'm in R and B. The same. You I are. ain't in pop. You had an R and B Thanksgiving. I, I get. I get. I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. The mere mention of dirty rice. I'm just fucking with you. And it's funny. Didn't you That's travel? Funny, though. Didn't you travel? You didn't even have that. Didn't you travel? Didn't you didn't even get no that. No Thanksgiving. There you go. No you made airplane food. Didn't so have I don't want to hear it. Uh, I had somebody over. Uh, uh, shout out to Steve. Um, from uh, Shout out to Steve and Jomi from the Ringerverse. They came over and we had uh, lobster pizza from Berries. By the way, if you live in LA, if you live in LA and you have not had the lobster pizza at Berries, you are a fucking fool. That's me. You're dumb. Okay, you have to have the lobster pizza from Berries. It's very, very good. I don't like lobster. 
What do you? I mean, it's so hard. You know what I mean? It's so it's so difficult sometimes, Rachel. You're such an amazing person, but there are all of these roadblocks. It's With like food. It's, With food. There are all of okay. these roadblocks. You, you're like your mom makes. I, I can look at your mom's hairstyle and tell her cornbread dressing is fucking insane. Your mom had the. I can look at the way your mom's hair was when your mom came up here. Go back and look at her mom. Look at her mom's hair. She her does mom's hairstyle. Cornbread dressing. I'm telling you, you could look at her mom's hair and tell that that cornbread dressing is fire. And Rachel not eating the cornbread dressing. Nuts. Um, <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, good news for all Texans. Matthew McConaughey has decided that he is not running for president of Texas. Oh, that's good news. Hell yeah. The fuck. You want Matthew McConaughey as the governor? No, no, no man. I just want Greg Abbott gone. I don't. I, 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 oh. I just want him gone. But now that we've got Beto running, and I think maybe that's why Matthew can say can full out because you know he's been entertaining the idea. People ask him; he's just been like tiptoeing around it. But now that there is a legitimate person running for the Democrats, he's like, "All right, I'm just letting y'all know I, I was never going to run." But I just want Abbott out. Go. I love that when someone's thinking about something or flirting with it, we say they're entertaining it. That just made me think of Matthew McConaughey and like for Magic Mike and then he's dancing for the idea. He's entertaining the idea, you know, or he's a stand-up comedian. He's a stand-up comedian and he's telling jokes to the idea. Like, hey, idea. (laughs) Uh, Tell you something crazy happened to me on the way to set. And the idea is just sitting there like entertaining the idea. I know what it means, but it's like you're entertaining the idea. And you're personifying the idea. Yeah. Like you're. I'm the idea. (laughs) That's like something like I'm the idea. You should do a whole thing about that. Where people are talking to their ideas. People are talking to their ideas. How do you entertain your idea? What do you do to it? What's what's entertaining? Do different ideas? Is the bigger the idea, do you have to do more to entertain it? I think you just think about it. I think that's very true. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I hope that this starts the trend of celebrities not running. Is really there a do. trend of them? I mean, Kanye? Okay. All of these guys acting like they want to run. The Rock wait, wait, acting like he want to no, run. No, The Rock like, is not like, acting like he's going to run. People are putting that on him. Because I get annoyed when I even have to ask that question. Like, he's not running. He ain't running. You know what he's doing? What? He's entertaining <laughs> the idea. And then Matthew McConaughey. And then at some point, we're going to get the real ace in the hole. Which is at some point, Kim Kardashian is going to put her name on the ballot. You heard it here first. Wait, wait, wait. But for what, though? Like, what what do you think her first step into politics is going to be? Is it Congress? That's what is a it great a rep? question. Is, it a, is, um, that, is that the very serious question? It's mine. It's mine. What would you see? Because she's very, not going to jump to president. Mayor? Well, she could, she could go for something like local there in Glendale where there's a huge Armenian population, you know, and the Kardashians are really beloved. She could try to, and you know, she knows the community and stuff um, from her, you know, her, her upbringing, her dad and stuff like that. She's real close to the family. She could try something there, but it's an interesting question. What would she do? 
uh, what would she do? I don't think she would start local politics. See, I see city council. I see her being city council. Yeah, I see city her starting in city it. council. City yeah. council. City council. Have to get a bigger council seat. You know. Good one, Van. I'm on fire today. <laughs> I'm okay. on fire today. Her butt not even that big no more. By the way, that's gone by the wayside. Kim Kardashian's Ooh. butt's not thing anymore. Well, people just start talking about it in the same way. Nah, it's like it, it was that's t- talking about Kim Kardashian's butt is like very 2010, 2011. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't like the idea of celebrities getting all involved. Scooter Braun once told me that he was thinking about running for governor. Scooter might, but I don't think Scooter counts as a celebrity. He's like a manager. It's not yeah, but then with the whole Taylor Swift thing, it just kind of really brought him. Who You're not he fucking is with Scooter? Life. No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying with the Taylor Swift thing, I think people, if you didn't know who he was before behind the scenes, it put him on Front Street. What do you? Who, who do you support in that? Taylor or Scooter? I'm going to support, support the artist. I'm going to support the artist. But let me ask you a question. And this is, I have no dog in the fight. I couldn't care less. I hope I support the artist too. Let's say you're the artist, right? Because mm-hmm. this also just happened recently with Ashanti and um, Irv Gotti. Oh, I Irv know. Gotti. I meant to put that on our rundown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this happened with uh, Ashanti and Irv Gotti. So in case you guys don't know, Ashanti was signed to Murder, Inc. Records. Very quaint. Um name for a record label murder inc is the name of the record label murder inc it's just you know grand larceny records you know homicide this we gotta stop I, you guys don't want to do this you guys you guys a, a lot of people in the reddit were saying i was wrong about the hip-hop thing i was oh, wrong they, they agree with you about about the hip-hop thing but i don't know murder inc well and then when you're no. saying in the background it's murder it's murder. It's murder. The real murder, Inc. They got their name. <laughs> there were a bunch of Jewish gangsters who killed people. Whatever. Um, uh, but so she was with Murder, Inc. She recorded all these amazing records. The master recordings of those records were owned, at least in part, by Earth Gotti, who was the producer on most of the Murder, Inc. stuff. And he was the head, along with his brother Chris, of the record label. Ashanti is re-recording these songs so that then she can then own the master recording. You might be asking yourself, why do you want to own the master recording if you got the publishing and all of that? Because with the master recording, you can control the direct money generated by the record because you need the master recording. Like if you're going to put it in the commercial, you need the master recording to be able to all of that stuff. If you remember, there was a lot of talk around this or Michael Jackson brought the Beatles masters, right. which is a movie that I want to do because the story behind him getting the Beatles masters and how they got to the finish line on getting the Beatles masters is absolutely bonkers. There's a reason why Michael Jackson had to do so many shows in Australia that entire time and it had to do with his procurement of the Beatles masters I digress but after he got the masters you heard Beatles songs in like Nike commercials and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and some people were pissed off to hear revolution in the Nike commercial and stuff so you want to be able to control your masters because you want to know you want to make money for where your music is going but y'all also want to be able to control where your music is going anyway um Irv is pissed Irv is pissed because the way he looks at it Producing Ashanti, he had to 
he doesn't look like he doesn't look at it as those being Ashanti's records. Yeah. He looks at it as them being their records because he had to put the money up. He had to make the beats and stuff. He had to put it all together. And while she wrote and sang this stuff, there was a whole bunch of stuff that he had to do in order to make Ashanti who she is. Mm -hmm. How do you see this? If everybody's creating the art, who's the art really belong to? That's tough. I mean, it is tough. I don't know if the what Ashanti's doing is exactly the same as Taylor Swift. Um, just because I know that Taylor was like trying to buy her masters, and then Scooter Braun swept in there and bought them he, when he purchased the record label, and it just seems like yeah, Ashanti. It's yeah, like Ashanti's like I'm gonna re-record my songs and make money off of them. I mean, that's, that's kind of what it sounds like to me. It's tough because I mean, you bring up a really good point. It's not just about your voice on it and you writing the music. It's about the whole production of it. And who is the one? Who is the person behind that? Isn't it the record label? So I don't know. I feel like yeah. there should be some. Maybe you can own it, but then there should be some type of licensing fee or I don't know, some type of residuals that go to the other people involved with originally creating these records, unless you change the song completely, right? If she wrote it and she, um, she wrote it, it's her voice. Well, if she changes the whole beat and it's a totally different thing, then that's different, right? Huh. It's a wholly, it's a totally different song. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's an interesting. He brought up an interesting gripe. I, like you, I support the artists. Yeah, because most of the time, the fat cat producers and record label owners, all of those guys, they have a lot of artists that they have stuff like that. The artists need their music in order to live their life. Yeah. So I, uh, but it's a, it's an interesting thing that he brought up. An interesting thing that Irv Gotti brought up. Jack Dorsey stepped down as Twitter CEO today. Uh, what do you think? Have any thoughts about this? No, you know I'm not like all up in the Twitter sphere like that. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> uh, I wish I cared. People were talking about it a lot. It might mean something. It might be some kind of huge waves. You guys, I got blind spots. There might be some kind of huge wave that this makes where it's like super relevant, but I don't really give well, a shit. Well, I heard people, some um, people say that, and it might have been Candace Owens, that you know, he disagrees with some of the regulations that are happening on Twitter. And so that's part of the reason with he, that he stepped down. And if that's the case, yeah. then that is newsworthy. And that actually is a much bigger deal if he's not agreeing with the direction that Twitter is going. Well, we'll hear from him if that is the case. But if Candace said it, it's probably not. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Christmas is coming up. Christmas. Okay. The birth of Jesus. Okay, there was a baby, all right? He was in a manger, and frankincense, and myrrh. It was Jesus. Um, Old Navy feels like Santa's too white. They are having a Santa boot camp to diversify the Santa market. <laughs> Is that necessary? <laughs> it's a virtual boot camp designed to encourage and train individuals of color to become Santa. As told to NBC News, Dion Santa D. Sinclair, a.k.a. the real black Santa, says, I'm not about politics and I'm a faith-based Santa. 
So I know I am not the reason for the season, and I'm happy to share that with anyone willing to listen. If I'm not your kind of Santa, that's okay. I'll keep smiling and wishing the kids Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Okay. This is the most racist fucking thing I've ever had before in my life. I can't believe this. Of all the things that we've had on this show, I've never been more offended by this. By by, okay? by diversity never. boot camp Santa? We don't need you to teach us how to be fucking Santa. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> we don't, this for some fucking Philip Drummond ass shit. We don't need no Old Navy to teach you, teach us how to be Santa. Why would Old Navy, why would they be able to teach us how to be Santa? If we want a black Santa, we go get our Uncle Milton, rest in peace. We put him in, we put him in a Santa suit. Bam, Santa. Tell me what you want. We've been doing Santa. and, and, And here's the other thing. In a few years, they'll learn that Santa's not real. So I don't he really, real. I don't even really care that much. I really don't. He's real. Okay. He's real. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. Santa's real. He's real. As real as that. Santa. Santa as real Santa, as Ariel Santa. walking these streets of Denmark. You don't know. <laughs> as real as that. You, you don't know. Uh, I, here's the thing. I've never. I, I, I've never been to Denmark before. I could. It. Can you rule it out? I have, you can't I, rule I it out. Her. I didn't see her. You you can't rule Has it she out. Aged? But maybe she's not. Do you think she's timeless? Maybe timeless. That's a good question. That's a good. I'm not sure about that. I think is Flounder around I, I, as well? Sebastian. Sebastian is my guy. On that I see, typically racist. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I looked at this and I'm like, why would Old Navy need? To teach us how to be sent. Yo, yo, they got shit it like wrong. that is like they got it wrong, man. You know what you, you know, you know what we do need? This is this is the kind of shit I don't like. Old Navy don't need to teach us how to be Santa, but maybe donate some Santa suits might be dope. You know, go into the hood with some Santa suits. You know what else they need in the hood? Just, gifts. That's what I was about to say. Forget the Santa. Gifts. Like just give the gifts. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You know what you do to Santa? Ho ho ho. Merry Christmas, eat some cookies, drop a present off. It's not that hard. Niggas don't need class for that. I'm saying, like, we don't do who needs class for that? You think we need to learn? You think we need class for that? Oh, also, where is Santa in Old Navy? Is this for commercials? Is this in, I've never seen a Santa in an old Navy store. What like what I, I'm not even understanding what this is. Sant Old Navy, right? It's their Santa. Yeah. Where is Santa? When is Santa? The home? Kringle family owns Old Navy. The who? What are you talking about? The, the Kringle family. Who is that? The the Kringles, the billionaire family that like they own Old Navy. Okay. This is why the Santa connection. Yeah, the Kringle family. Okay, but what's the connection to Santa? Santa's name is Chris Kringle, so the Kringle oh. family. Oh. Ha- yeah. Yeah, the Kringle family, like Saint, the father. Okay, so but back the Santas the day, that they're training, where are these Santas going? In malls? In the store? I'm confused. What? I, I'm so confused. I, I can't so believe confused. you don't know this. Well, after Old you- Navy is uh, Old Navy is responsible. So the Kringle family, Kringle Inc., is responsible for like they trained Santas. That's how Old Navy got started. They trained I Santas. Maybe you should. I'm sure I'm not alone. 
I did not know this. Maybe that, it, it is something that I kind of like. It's like TMZ stuff because it was a lawsuit back in the day. It was like okay. Ryan, I know. had no idea. Yeah. Yes, I do remember his name is Chris Kringle, but I that's about as far as I, I get. I had no right. idea. So this is family. This family, they're from Key West, the Kringle family. Mm-hmm. Uh, they started Old Navy back in the day. It was like an army apparel store or whatever, whatever. And they like they started like the nationwide thing. You ever see Miracle on 34th Street? Pieces of it. Right. So if you saw Miracle on 34th Street, the guy who's trying to be the Santa inside of the... Uh, yeah. Remember okay. he was talking about Santa training? Like the Kringle people, they put the Santas in there. Like there's like a union. There's a Santa union. Wow. But like... Okay. All the black Santas, they're like not in the Chris Kringle Santa. I'm making all of this up. All of this is like made up. Fuck. I just man. made all of this. I just, just, <laughs> I just like, made... so none of this is true. <laughs> <laughs> none of this is true. <laughs> I, it's time to go. I don't, I don't want to play anymore. I don't want to play. <laughs> Wait, man, none of this is true. <laughs> Fuck no. Old Navy, you're absolutely right. Old Navy don't got no authority over Christmas. That's what I was you like. Right. Okay. <laughs> After showing feet, I'm questioning everything that I'm saying on this podcast. <laughs> I don't know anymore. I need a reset. No. Okay, no. thank but, you. Seriously, thank you know, you. you're completely right. Old Navy like, has Old no... Navy's owned by Gap and, and the Banana Republic. I was like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking about. I was like, I'm so confused. <laughs> The Kringle you know family. Have you been on rum this whole time on this podcast? You like fucking feel- right. What? <laughs> we went on a boat, man. It's just birthday. We went on a boat earlier today. I swam. So you're lit. on a jet ski. <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We, we, <laughs> we did the very serious question. Um, Kim Kardashian. Which was, what was it again? Kim Kardashian. Okay. All right. Van's very serious question. Actually. Not Vans. Rach's very serious question for the week is what is Kim Kardashian going to run for? She's going to run for something. Okay. Well, what, what is she going to run for? We haven't even talked about her new boyfriend. Do you care? Pete Davidson? What is there to talk about? Pete Davidson. I can't even talk about it. I don't believe it. Pete Davidson is a fucking monster out here, man. He's doing his fucking thing, Pete. Come on, Pete. Women love a funny Get man. Get it. Women love a funny man. They do. Especially when he's like 6'9 or whatever. Pete's like 6'6 six, six or some shit like that. All right. Uh, what is Kim Kardashian going to run for? What do you think she's going to run for? What is she going to do? Uh, Giving Tuesday is, some, is, 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 is today. You're listening. It's November 30th. It's Giving Tuesday. Uh, it's very important in the era of rank consumerism that we live in mm-hmm. that you guys take the time out to give a little right rachel do you have a charity that you want people to give to yes <clears throat> beacon hill preparatory institute i have been working yes. with them since they're in dallas texas i've been working with them since bef- when i was an attorney like before any of all of this and i used mm-hmm. to do after school tutoring i used to help them prep um, their essays for their application for college and help them with writing. And it's a wonderful institute that is all about education and success and prep and tutoring programs and supporting programs and all of that. Anyways, give out to them, give to them. They're amazing. Um, yeah, shout out to Miss Derry. Okay. By the way, I'm not going to give them no money, but I will do this. I'm going to take the entire Beacon Hill to Fuel City. 
Okay, you can. They're right that. there in Dallas. We all go into <laughs> Fuel City, and then I'm, I am going to give them some money. I would like you guys to support financially and with your energy the Cave of Adullam. It's a transitional training academy in Detroit, Michigan, for young black boys. It is headed up by a man who is like a mentor, an uncle, a genius, a scholar, uh, just one of the most remarkable human beings on the planet. Um, His name is Jason Wilson. Uh, The thought of the man and the example that Mr. Wilson sets for these boys and he really sets for all uh, for for all of us uh it's just it's just too much. His name is at Jason Wilson. Uh the 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 school is um at Cave 313 in Detroit in a place where our boys definitely need all the emotional stability, the self-defense skills uh, uh and you know some of that good word training, all of that stuff that he's doing up there with them. It's amazing. I don't know if you guys ever see the video of a young man and he's doing something in martial arts and he, he, he fails and he wants to cry and he's fighting back his tears and his coach tells him, and I don't want to cry, but his coach tells him, go ahead and cry. Like cry. Like it's okay. It's like cry, mm-hmm. cry. He also has a book out right now. Jason Wilson. He has two books. One is called cry like a man. The other one is called Battle Scars, uh, I believe. Uh, both of those books right now are, are doing very well. You might have seen them on Joe Rogan. Um, but just amazing, amazing. So give to the cave because we need caves in every city. All right. It's amazing. It's enough of this rum filled podcast. It is, but we're going to take them all to Fuel City. Fuel City is the goal. Uh, I am Van Lathan Jr. And I'm Rachel and Lindsay. Bye, we guys. Out.